Hi, this is Tony. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 5, where we discuss the 1999 cult classic, 10 Things I Hate About You. Let's get into it. Dear listeners, just when you thought that it couldn't get any worse, it's about to get funnier. Sincerely, Tactless. I'm Sasha. I'm a girl with a warm heart, and I'm already sick of your shit, so don't try me. But I still love you. I'm Tony. I'm a frustrated musician who will tell you to your face, being a dog mom is not a thing. Hi, I'm Lizzie. I'm the tangy lady marmalade that holds this turd sandwich together. Sasha won't be joining us today. We heard rumors that she could have been a suspect in a murder on the Orient Express or perhaps contracted a necrotizing fasciitis caused by an invasive streptococcus. Well, either way, we miss you, Sasha. Look forward to reuniting up soon. All righty. So we watched the movie 10 Things I Hate About You with all actors that we know from other things now. (laughs) (laughs) the 90s cast of friends yeah exactly i know in fact i wrote all i was like yes so we have what is it the joker we have the guy from third rock from the sun we have the guy from numbers we have the girl (laughs) from alex mack (laughs) it was a different time back then you know it totally was they they had bared naked ladies in the beginning right yeah yeah they had like all the all the bands from that that year i guess that were kind of cool kind of they had a lot of good music in there when you think about it i mean there's it seems like whoever produced it was focusing on featuring bands or featuring music because the actual there's a couple different bands that actually are in the movie too playing their own music and whatnot which i think is a cool i think it's a cool idea that that they don't really do anymore you know they don't really feature yeah modern artists and in, in movies like that but it was kind of a 90s teen movie thing to do i think too you know just to throw out like whatever's popular at the moment but man what a trip down memory lane to listen to ska music right i know <laughs> <laughs> did you listen to ska back then Oh yeah, I love yeah. Scott back then. Yeah. And anyone who says that they didn't like it is just they're lying. They are you lying. Know? They're totally it's, lying. Everybody liked it back then. <laughs> it was the thing, you know. It's okay. We can admit it now. We've Absolutely. we've grown, we've moved on, but you know, I still didn't mind a brass section with my whatever kind of <laughs> punk rockish. I don't even know what that was, but there was like 8 million ska bands back then. Remember that? Oh my gosh, yeah. You could lose count. And then we had, what was it? What was the, it was before Napster. There was like a music sharing site where all like these small bands could put their stuff on it too. Yeah, I only remember using Napster in the LimeWire. Okay. Is that what you're remembering? I, maybe it's LimeWire. But yeah, I remember we, we would find 
like local bands that way too and you'd be like did you hear so and so and they're like no i don't know who that is and you'd be like yeah they're recording out of their garage but it's you know it's pretty cool <laughs> well yeah that was, yeah that was the time when like and, and i don't know if people still do this because i'm old now and decrepit i don't know time for it but i i mean it used to be like the thing that you knew of a band that was just underground and nobody knew about them and it was like gave you street cred you know it's just this great unsigned band that no one knows about you could talk about them and feel important and stuff <laughs> that was the truth wasn't it yeah you were like you were like extra cool if you found out <laughs> found out the band or whatever oh yeah and then if they made it big at some point or at least like had some kind of following you'd be like yeah well i liked them when uh, they were still recording in their mom's living room and you know <laughs> we just we went off on a musical tangent here for a minute but that's yeah cool. i figured you kind of had to we have you on the line so why not right <laughs> our music guy <laughs> i wonder what happened to some of those bands though I, it's gonna be something i'm gonna have to look up after this too like wh where is save ferris now you know oh dude yeah you know because they did um they did like a almost like a ballady song for a movie really years later yeah oh my goodness they broke up in 2002 due to creative differences <laughs> oh well you know <laughs> they're probably like scott's not that cool anymore we have to fire the brass section we kind of were like to. hey screw you we're done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> alas oh my goodness yeah that was a good good error for music anyway <laughs> getting back to it <laughs> <laughs> so we we i'm like trying to figure out where to be too because i'm like look at all these cars that we like there was like there was a cabbie a cabriolet <laughs> I was like, yep. dang! <laughs> Brings you back all this cool '90s things, and I don't know. The first car I ever drove was a cabbie. Oh, serious? Oh yep. man. Um, the movie Ten Things I Hate About You" is based on the William Shakespeare play uh, "Taming of the Shrew," which I, looking back to, it's kind of funny. We had a kind of a ska era, and we had kind of a movies based on shakespeare era too like teen yeah. movies on shakespeare so yeah. there was what was it oh and then um all these other like kind of things i'm trying to oh there was a legit romeo and juliet yeah there was yeah so they tried to like modernize it or what it was yeah it was a disaster from what i remember yeah it was not good it was not good not recommended <laughs> if you haven't seen it <laughs> if anyone is going to get my orange county reference uh there was uh, Waterworld. Oh my gosh. Shock a lot. Another great movie everyone has to watch is Orange County. Oh no. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I'd throw that in there. We're showing our age now, it's dude. One of my favorites. That's okay. People don't know how old we are by now. They've uh, not been listening too intently, I guess. I'm pretty. Well, it's pretty because the other day, um, our pals um getting down and wordy the other podcast they asked on twitter um what what is your like demographic or whatever do you be, reach like a wide demographic and i was like actually it's sad we reach like our age group not like intentionally <laughs> but <laughs> so if they're listening to yeah. us they're probably in our age group but anyway thank you guys that's good we're all old <laughs> together we can just reminisce for a minute 
<laughs> ska music and crappy 90s movies That's yeah okay. you guys know what's up it's good <laughs> <laughs> so to start off we go to padua high school which obviously is shakespeare you know like it's kind of a lazy shakespeare reference there we got our friend uh joseph gordon levitt who's going to school he's the newbie kid and getting introduced by what's his name oh my gosh i can't even remember his name the guy from numbers <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> i literally just have numbers guys <laughs> yeah i, I uh, i'm bad with names of people that i know personally and when it comes to celebrities and stuff forget it anyway he's lucky he gets numbers guy as his tour guide or whatever and i thought it was funny too because they uh numbers guy lays out like all the school clicks yeah he's he's got his ear to the streets man he (laughs) i thought that was funny it's one of those like little almost like pseudo montage things where you're like walking to school and like oh that's so and so and those are the weirdos and those the potheads and like there's all these stereotypical groups everywhere (laughs) it was funny yeah he had the beautiful people the coffee people (laughs) the white rastas which could be racist (laughs) i'm pretty sure cowboys and the future nbas (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh my gosh did you guys have um clicks in your high school when you graduated a little bit yeah, one of the high schools I went to, I went to a couple different ones. The bigger high school I went to had some clicks. Yeah. But it was, uh, <clears throat> it was, it wasn't so, uh, so obvious, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had, it was in the South. Okay. So we had like a group of all these like redneck kind of you know stereotypical southern wear camo to school people Hmm. Hmm. i remember that and then there was like can i go ahead and date myself again there was like a group of uh, like skaters and a group of like kind of rock emo kids or whatever and you know stuff like that preppy kids yeah so you know but it wasn't so like hardlined, I don't think, from what I remember. But you know, when you make a movie, you have to make it seem like a little more, a little, uh, I don't know, amped up, I guess. Yeah, that's for, funny. You know, for entertainment factor. For sure. Anyway. But um, what clique would you have belonged to? Um, I hung out with like the skater rocker people. Mm. because i played i played guitar when i was in high school so i kind of got in with you know the other people that played whatever instruments and and i was kind of like anti-everything at that point in my life so like didn't fit in with like i didn't do any (laughs) extracurricular activities like i didn't have a club i didn't play sports i didn't do any of that stuff so oh my gosh fell in with that did Um, you have an anarchy patch on your backpack uh no i had a misfits patch though oh dude okay that was just as yep. good <laughs> yeah i was there i had a lot of patches on my back <laughs> that was so cool 
That's funny. And I am the, I was the opposite, as you probably realized. I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I hung out with the kids who were valedictorian and salutedictorian all, all four years. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I didn't devote that much time or effort to anything back then. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, funny how life changes. Huh? It does. Yeah, I know. I know you're incredibly hardworking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Well, to get back to our story, <laughs> in, other business, in other news, so um, we meet um, Kat Stratford, who is Julia Stiles, who is our shrew, apparently, which her, she drew all right. her sister calls a heinous bitch, I believe, <laughs> and her sister Bianca, who is Alex Mack, whatever her real name is, yeah, who's kind of- I used to uh, love that show, by right? the way. <laughs> i know i had a crush on her i thought she was uh, i think everybody did though i think yeah that was like the era right that was yeah that was a cute show love that was that on um like the friday night nickelodeon deal? i think so yeah i just remember like she this is off topic but i have to say you know she was in like some kind of radioactive accident she could like turn into like a puddle and like move around. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was a concept, but it was great. It yeah. was. And the, the effects, man, they were amazing for the time. Oh gosh, that CGI <laughs> back then. <laughs> and now she's like the I guess the the hot girl on campus because she's she's headed to high school, you know. Kind of funny. And I like to what did she say? Her um oh her sister was popular or something and then got tired of it. <laughs> yeah, something about like Kat. that. <laughs> So yeah, our Joseph Gordon-Levitt immediately falls for her, and then in walks the uh, the jock slash model guy, who's also incredibly dumb. You got to have that trope in the the movie, right? <laughs> yeah. He, uh, gosh, one of my I was just mentioning this to somebody the other day because one of my favorite parts is he's like showing someone a like a headshot of himself or something, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh yeah, you look pensive." And he goes, yeah, "Thoughtful's what I was what I was going for." Oh shoot! I, yeah. <laughs> I just that part gets me every time because I'm like, he's such an idiot, and that's like, that's totally his character right there. Like he's a good looking guy, but the dude couldn't uh, put a sentence together if he wanted to. All right, I know, so beautiful, but so stupid. <laughs> got money though he's got money to he did. pay people off you know oh my gosh yeah for sure yeah so cat and uh bianca have like a really strict dad who says yeah. that they can't date until they graduate and then he's like oh guess what you could date when cat dates he tells bianca which yeah because he like, didn't think there was a chance in hell cat was gonna date anybody yeah he was banking on that she's <laughs> the rocker girl she's anti she's yeah <laughs> she's against yeah. everything definitely not a warm person no not whatsoever <laughs> and what kind of car is she driving that that was like, like an old plymouth valiant <laughs> yeah i was like that was that was spot on right she's the rocker girl she's got to have the old car yeah doesn't care about anything she yeah. wears like cargo pants and crap like that yeah spot on yeah and her sister's all cute and sunshine and rainbows you know yeah. that kind of girl absolutely hilarious so what happened what happened to us what had what happened, happened was 
our friend Cameron slash Justin Gordon Levitt wants to date Bianca. And she kind of talks him into helping her find her sister a date, essentially, right? Like trying to get her sister out there so she can date. She actually likes the stupid but very attractive football player guy. Yeah, we'll <laughs> make mistakes. Cameron is caught <laughs> Yeah, I know. You got to do it once in your life, right? You got to date like yeah. the hot one. You got to go for that at some point until you figure yeah. out there's nothing of substance there usually. Yeah, usually not. There's they're operating on yeah, not all <laughs> cylinders, you know. It's okay. We've all done it. We've all been there. But yeah, so poor Joseph Gordon Levitt is on a mission to get a date for Cat, and they settle on the also anti Heath Ledger, <laughs> <laughs> who's the the dread pirate Roberts of this <laughs> this movie, where he has like some reputation for like murdering a whole tribe or so, i don't know what people had all kinds of weird rumors they were talking about this human prison great. and all kinds of yeah it's like all the urban legends about him he's like yeah he ate a yeah. duck while he was yeah. still alive or whatever <laughs> <laughs> which of course is a perfect match for the shrew right <laughs> well yeah you know sandpaper and sandpaper there yeah for sure <laughs> absolutely fabulous so they get into like it's pretty funny because they they kind of get this caper going right they're like oh let's pay the dumb guy you will get the dumb guy to pay heath ledger to date cat so joseph gordon levitt can date her date bianca <laughs> it's a complicated plan but they do execute it pretty well to be honest with you because they, they get do. the they get this dumb pretty boy to give heath ledger i don't know how much i forget how much money it was but he pays them like per date, right? Yeah. Like paying them cash to take out take out this girl so that her sister could be available and <laughs> they were pretty persuasive, I have to say. It's funny too, because obviously Kat is like not not going for it, like in the beginning. She's like, no, Yeah, I'm not doing that. I heard you, you know, killed your grandma or something. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you the guy that like stole the police car and drove it to Juarez? I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they go to, and it's funny because they go to that party for Bogie Lowenstein at his house. Oh gosh! And he's all dignified and yeah, drinking out of a snifter and all that. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and all the school shows up <laughs> at this party, and it gets wild. It does. It gets it gets out of hand. So, Cat has gone to the party with the ledge. I guess that that's kind of fitting, right? He's like a legend, but not really. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So she does that cringe. She gets super drunk because she's there. She gets wildly drunk and acts a fool. Yeah. Starts and dancing on the table and whatever else. Ooh. Super cringe. Not a good look. No. <laughs> Especially for the girl that everyone is like, isn't that the girl that hates everything? Dancing on the table like a crazy person? Yeah. That's her. She does. And then she she pukes. And it's funny because mm. Heath Ledger is kind of like her babysitter at this point, not her date. Yeah. <laughs> he very kindly takes care of her, which, yeah, you got to hand it to him for being such a uh, 
such a badass ex-convict murderer whatever he is <laughs> he's a pretty considerate guy you know? he is i know and she says something like you're not as vile as i thought you were something like that. <laughs> that's the uh, the highest of compliments from from Kat. that's about as good as it gets from her yeah <laughs> absolutely hilarious which is kind of funny too because she's like you know it's kind of softening to him a little bit you know it, it took holding her hair while she was puking to to get to that point <laughs> that ain't love i don't know what it is <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hold out for that person <laughs> yeah so after um after she does the cringy dance at uh, bogey lowenstein i just like his name i'm sorry i'm gonna keep saying it <laughs> <laughs> okay grip it and rip it that guy (laughs) (laughs) oh god anyway um so he you know he holds her hair while she's puking she says he's not so vile and then he um he drives her home because she's obviously stinking drunk right (laughs) yeah so she tries to put the move on him and he does the gentlemanly thing and doesn't let her kiss him because she's drunk mm, commendable though yeah him. that was that was really good <clears throat> for for a teen movie holy smokes was that good that was a good message <laughs> yeah yeah and then she like got her got her feelings hurt or whatever she felt ashamed and she she's not him. supposed to like anybody no no she hated him with the power of a thousand sons or something like that yeah that's what she <laughs> <laughs> fire <laughs> yeah but then he uh yeah. <laughs> she's a soccer player so she's having soccer practice in their little stadium deal mm-hmm. and he gets one of the i don't remember who it is he gets some some kid from the school to play a song over like the loudspeaker and he has a wireless microphone and he's running up and down the bleachers singing. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the best just, moments, right? <laughs> yeah, she's just too good to be true. <laughs> but the best part is that the security guards are chasing him around after a minute. <laughs> he's like... <laughs> He's like slapping him on the ass and stuff as he's running away from <laughs> And I'd like to think that he just came up with that on his own, you know, because he looked like he was having a good time. Genuinely, okay. he was having fun, you know. So <laughs> I'd like to think he came up with that one. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he did look like he was having a good time. That was like, well, that's like the best part of the movie to me i think that's a really <laughs> and it's funny because he yeah he's like this urban legend as a bad boy and he's singing frankie avalon and you're like huh <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> but... definitely a uh, odd mix of things going on in this movie for sure <laughs> really but... i know it's scott <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it did touch her heart you know it he, he, he kind of got to her he I did, think putting himself it. out there like that so that was helpful it was it was good so she gets to go to prom with the with the ledge and Bianca 
I didn't quite, I don't quite recall what exactly happened there, but she had agreed to go with Cameron and kind of, kind of stands him up in a way, sort of. She, she goes, like, abandons him at the prom, doesn't she? Um. Or is it before the prom? Because he comes to pick her up, right? Her dad, her dad is all like, <laughs> what's with the pregnant belly or whatever? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I forgot about that. He makes them wear the the like fake pregnant belly thing. So they try to so you try to convince them not to have sex. Wear the belly. Yeah, I forgot about that. It's like a weighted vest that makes them look like you're pregnant. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like your worst nightmare for a single dad. Oh my god. <laughs> I would never do that. Oh my gosh, yeah, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in the end she ends up she ends up ditching the the pretty boy, right? Yeah, she does. And not cool. <laughs> and her sister finds out that Ledge had been paid to go out with her mm-hmm. and gets pissed because she really had feelings for him. Yeah. And uh, and he tries to like explain to her that yeah, at first, you know, he was doing it because they were paying him, and then he really fell for her. So the coolest part, spoiler alert for the end, guys. He buy he uses the money and buys her a Fender Strat and leaves it in her car. <laughs> if anybody wants to do that for me, I'll love you. I'll love you forever too. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny you walk outside now and there's gonna be a fender in your car <laughs> i'm okay with it <laughs> if anybody really wants to get to me that's that's the way to do it <laughs> you heard it here first folks <laughs> <laughs> just in case you were curious right <laughs> for our tony fans <laughs> too funny yeah he but does. there's some just like good little like tidbit scenes that I recall that don't necessarily like add or subtract from the the storyline, mm-hmm. but they're just hilarious. Like, um, like when uh, Ledge gets put in detention. Remember that scene? Yeah. Oh no. And <laughs> and Cat has she comes in to try to like bail him out or like get him out of detention so she has to distract the teacher who's having detention with all these kids who happens to be the coach so she ends up flashing him (laughs) to distract him while he ledger like sneaks off in the back (laughs) because she's trying to explain to him how they have like a new a new strategy for winning soccer games that they're going to distract the other team. And he's like, well, how are you going to distract them? And then she just, whoop. That's how you do it. Yeah. The other That's how you distract like, everybody. <laughs> and then you score. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. But like, you know... There's little parts in it like that. that just crack me up. Like I, like the part where, uh, the, the pretty boy guy is, is 
she's like in a store and he he like parks his car behind her car so she can't get out she gets pissed off at him and runs her car into the side right. of his car. oh my god there are just so many things wrong with this movie too <laughs> and there's I a bunch of little things like that <laughs> the beginning too with the what was it the was she the guidance counselor miss perky yeah right yeah something like that she she's like writing an explicit romance novel on the on the job yeah it was yeah like, oh my gosh it's like all of these like little little like side things in this in this movie that really you, you almost have to watch it a couple times to really let them sink in you know and appreciate them but they don't really have anything to do with the story necessarily just they don't and yeah oh the prom when uh what's his name pretty boy tries to like get into a fight with Cameron slash Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bianca decks him. <laughs> the parts <where> you... <laughs> my nose. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna be able to model anymore with his nose broken. Ah darn! Yeah, he just ruined his career. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and then of course the famous 10 Things I Hate About You" poem, ending in. I don't hate you, not a little bit, not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, kind of crazy. That part's not for me because you know I don't get too sappy. But, no, well, no. but I get it. I get why it's there. Yeah, but you know, you had to have the the title in the movie. Yeah, yeah. it was kind of that era. Mm-hmm. I know, and I'm like, that was cringy to me too because you're you're in English class. And you're reading it to this guy, and everybody knows you're reading it to this guy. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think that would only happen in a movie. I wouldn't have the guts to write a poem about somebody in my class and then read it for the whole class. Not something like that. No, personal, no. you know. No, love you. Yeah, utter mortification. Oh my god. Right. And you would think she'd want to keep up her street cred as the shrew of the school you know she gave it up for the ledge i don't know i don't know if it was worth i'm just kidding we love and, you ledge yeah we love you ledge i know and he <laughs> as a surprise i forgot he gets letters to cleo to sing at the prom oh yeah i forgot about that part too because it's yeah. like one of her favorite bands yeah, because we saw say Ferris in the flesh and Letters to Cleo in the threat in the flesh. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, they're on the uh, they're on the roof of the school, right? Yeah, singing "I Want You to Want Me." <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, everybody's making out below. I'm just kidding. I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> it could. It could. We don't know. Because <laughs> we're flying over the school. Yeah, this band. It panned out too far. We can tell. <laughs> Everyone gets detention now. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they're doing they're all in detention after you're pulling all these shenanigans you like get that guy's car you punch that guy at the prom you... <laughs> i know you're scrappers right oh my goodness flash the, the soccer coach. Yeah, she flashes the coach. <laughs> i couldn't help but think like what if that happened now it would be the biggest deal in the whole world you know what i mean that's what I kept thinking when I watched the, you know, because when you're a teenager watching it for the first time, it's a totally different effect than now yeah. when you're old and decrepit 
and you're like, holy crap, all of these teachers would be fired. They would oh, have guaranteed. sexual harassment suits against them. I'm pretty right? sure. Maybe pedophile <laughs> charges. They'd all be sex offenders. Yeah. And... Oh my god. Yeah, and these kids, they'd be all in like military school. <laughs> <laughs> the 90s were a simpler time, okay? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> People weren't so strict. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a bad movie. <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> Don't do this at home, kids. <laughs> no. But the interesting thing about it was, like, there were all these, like, interconnections, all these relationships to kind of look at, too. Like, um, you know, the stupid jock, who's obviously very narcissistic, but he's not, yeah. like, smart enough to be, you know, like a... He's not smart enough to be cunning in any way. <laughs> yeah, pretty hysterical. <laughs> yeah. But you have you have like the father-daughter relationship with Kat and Bianca and their dad oh my gosh their dad cracks me up the stuff that he says yeah he's and making him wear the belly yeah (laughs) that yeah it's kind of funny how Kat and Ledge are like pretty you know they have like a pretty stable relationship once they get over the fact that he's he's like trying to pull one over on her and and she's doomed she's like i'm gonna hate you forever (laughs) (laughs) because he's not as vile as she thought (laughs) oh he's a really nice guy and then of course cameron who is like the most stable joseph gordon levitt (laughs) he's like the most stable person he doesn't he's like the middle of the road like (laughs) nice guy drives a volvo (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> that's the kind you want to end up with, right? Just a nice guy. You know? <laughs> Very considerate. I thought that was funny. And he's it's got nice the baby too. face thing, right? Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be cute for a long time. You know this. <laughs> what you got to go for? All right. <laughs> baby face with a safe car. Right? Yeah, I know he's practical and he's cute. That's what right. Do you want? Package deal, guys. <laughs> you don't need to go for the bad boy or the pretty boy no yeah in the middle the guy with the volvo who's just yeah he's great (laughs) what did he he learned french for her didn't he (laughs) yeah he did huh oh gosh i i kind of did that when i was in high school Uh uh-oh i had there was there was a girl that i had like the biggest crush on i was like all about her and she her family was all from germany i was like i'm taking german in high school i'm gonna you know impress her so that i could talk about german stuff with her it didn't really work that well but it kind of did (laughs) (laughs) it worked as well as it could have i guess but you know yeah but i thought for high school right (laughs) yeah you know when you're like a freshman sophomore in high school you can't expect a whole lot yeah not so much i know you're just loving gesture that was very nice though learning a language for somebody for a girl yeah (laughs) i mean we do we do crazy things for i couldn't help it she was really cute oh okay i mean that works right it was for a good reason yeah Not that somebody was paying you off to go out. No, I didn't get paid. (laughs) Definitely didn't get paid. Did you watch that in the theater when it came out? Do you remember? I was trying to remember. I don't. I don't think I did. 
I don't remember watching it in the theater. I remember watching it like at home mm-hmm. a few times. Like I, I've seen it, you know, probably four times over the years or so. But I, I don't remember watching it in the theater. Yeah, I don't I think, think so. I, I don't think I did either when it came out. I know I had it on VHS at one time. Again, Whoa. I'm aging myself here. <laughs> Whoa. Hope you remembered to rewind that before you returned it or it's six dollars. Right. <laughs> Be kind, rewind. <laughs> right. The old days of Blockbuster. No one oh, knows what Blockbuster man. is anymore. I know it's gone. Too funny. All right. So who's your favorite character from 10 Things I Hate About You? Ooh. I'd have to go with Ledge. Yeah. Just because he's like, he's like the badass of the of all the characters, you know. But he's also like kind of goofy, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I kind of, I guess I just, I kind of, uh, I don't know, connect with him in that way, because everybody knows how much of a badass I am. <laughs> maybe how much of a badass i wish i was (laughs) but i'm also goofy oh yeah i think that's really it (laughs) oh yeah he's a good character that's for sure and i love how dynamic he is too you know most people are pretty constant you know in the movie or whatever but he he's like oh yeah i'll try this out he thinks he's being all bad and he falls in love and he like (laughs) changes overnight kind of cool that's a neat character neat movie how about you who's uh who do you identify with yeah you know what it's funny i would probably have said cat like when i was younger because i was a little bit like her in high school and college funny story i almost went to sarah lawrence too by the way but anyway (laughs) yeah i because i was like a flaming feminist during during the 90s (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i like looking now at at ledge and just like his like the way they developed his character and stuff it's just so endearing you know I'm, I'm it is yeah really endearing i i like it yeah i don't because he he like yeah. almost goes the full spectrum of right being a bad boy being kind of like i don't really care about anybody mm-hmm. when he's taking money to date this girl to he really does truly fall in love with her and care about her at the end so he like you kind of see him go through that whole spectrum of of uh like the way you view his character so Mm -hmm. it kind of like yeah it kind of makes him really endearing by the end i would wish they would do well no you don't want like a sequel (laughs) oh gosh what would that do (laughs) 10 things i hate about you too 20 things i hate about you sorry (laughs) 11 things i've kind of like but not really like oh because they fall in love in the end you can't hate things about them after that right that's true yeah (laughs) yeah 10 things i kind of like about you but sometimes not i don't know (laughs) (laughs) 10 things to talk to our couples therapist about (laughs) that would be the next one (laughs) (laughs) that would be horrible no one would watch it'll end up being like that one what was it uh oh my gosh with adam driver the divorce movie did you i didn't watch it but yeah it won like an oscar oh. and it was like following them through a divorce and it was like oh, oh <laughs> that would be the second doesn't sound very good no it doesn't i don't know why people like that stuff 
I'm like, oh, I don't either. I watch these movies for like a happy thing to happen. <laughs> yeah, right. You like you want some closure at the end, like things to be good. Right. I don't want it to look like my real life. Yeah, no. Yeah, I already have that right in front of me to look at. I don't. I don't need more. No. <laughs> no. Remind me of my shortcomings on the right. big screen. Thanks. Love you guys too. This is it supposed cuts, to be entertaining. Yeah, it cuts too deep. I don't like it. Oh, I did want to ask your opinion, actually, on one thing totally unrelated. Halo recently married Ben Affleck after okay. she was married to... Oh, no, she was dating A-Rod, right? They were engaged or whatever. I think so. I think. <laughs> Sorry to keep track. Yeah. So, yeah, she went from... so I think Ben Affleck, Mark Anthony, A-Rod, and then back to Affleck. Recently, there was some outrage because she signed her um, her fan club newsletter, Mrs. Affleck instead of j-lo and so people were like holy crap what is this chick doing this is anti-feminist you know bowing to the patriarchy oh my yada, god yada, yada, get yada, over yada. yourself well hilariously i watched that movie marry me um with her and owen wilson over the weekend and in it she makes a speech women should be able to choose who they marry they should be able to keep their last name yada 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 and then she <laughs> goes and takes his last name so i was like what the what okay no i get why there's kind of an uproar because <laughs> she makes this feminist <laughs> speech in this movie <laughs> yeah but that might not be how she thinks about it who knows yeah i don't know but yeah i want, kind of wanted your thought on it like as a dude you know your your ex did take your last name but like if you were to take the plunge again what thoughts what would your thoughts be to be honest i would be i'd probably hurt if my spouse did not take my name yeah because it's kind of like a one one foot in the door one foot out the door kind of thing oh you know okay yeah i would see it as like if you really committed and you really want to be with me like this is what you're gonna do right yeah i mean yeah I don't know that it's necessarily like a hill I would die on, mm-hmm. but I would, I would feel a little bit hurt, you know, if I had that conversation and they were like, Hey, I'm not going to take your name. I'd be like, well, why? You know, mm-hmm. doesn't that point to something else? Like, do you not want to fully commit to this? You know, yeah, what I mean? it, yeah. it kind of, it kind of speaks to that to me. Mm-hmm. Like you still want to be, and I understand, like, when you get married, you still have to be your own person and you still mm-hmm. have to have your own identity. But being married, you're supposed to only have this one person. Mm-hmm. And it's the both of you together from that point on. So I don't know. Yeah. Like taking the, joining the Yankees and you're both Yankees and not, not a Yankee and a, sock (laughs) right yeah that makes sense yeah i that's a topic i struggle with you know now being really established in my career with my last my father's last name like what would that look like at at my age changing it all of a sudden you know yeah what the heck is up with this girl see that's one thing that like that that's a weird gray area because you know let's say you really are um i don't know you're a doctor who has their own practice Mm-hmm. you can't really change your name like that in the middle of something like that or you know what I mean yeah like I would probably understand it more in a case like that like from a professional standpoint depending on what your profession is obviously but mm-hmm. 
you know, that's, I think that's a good case. You know, if you're, you know, you built a career on your name and you kind of don't want to change it at this point. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. Or hi- I guess I could hyphenate it technically, you know, but yeah, you could, weird, but depending you know, on what it would be. <laughs> I don't honestly rather just one or the other, you know, yeah. I really like the hyphenated last name thing. It's, I don't know. Maybe it's just because of the people I've known who have hyphenated last names, but yeah, just, uh, just screams pretentious to me. Yeah, it could very well be. (laughs) Or it could be disastrous. (laughs) Depending on what they are. Yeah, it could be bad. On the upside, there there's like a third option where you could be professionally Mrs. Smith or Miss Smith from your maiden name and then Mrs. Affleck (laughs) at home, you know. (laughs) Yeah, you could. Or you mix your last names together into one new name. Right. (laughs) Something incomprehensible. Smithlick. Smithlick. Ugh. <laughs> no. Alex Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be horrible. What is the etymology <laughs> behind this name? <laughs> we couldn't <Right>. decide. <laughs> if you have a suggestion for a fresh topic, drop us a line at sincerelytactlesspod at gmail.com or tweet at us at Sincere Tactless. We're also on TikTok at Sincerely Tactless. And don't forget that you can leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash Sincerely Tactless. Even if you just want to say hi, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for riding with us on this crazy train and not losing your adobo. Until next time, stay awesome, Philippines. And thank you for putting us in the top 15 of your relationship podcasts. You guys really are great.